What's up and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk. I am your host, J.D. Johnson. Alongside me always is Dean and Jimbo. How we doing, boys? What's popping? Bambino. <laughs> also, we got a special guest today. Okay, introducing... Little, uh, little, little, little featured edition. Featured edition, special guest, special sauce. Introducing my brother from another mother... The guy who ran a 5-6-60 to come help me during a bench-clearing brawl, even though I got my ass laid out. The one, the only, Brett DePaul De Palma. How we doing? Oh, doing great, Dino. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, fellas. I really appreciate it. And Dino, you know, uh, if a scout would have been at that game, I'm probably getting drafted in, like, top 10 rounds or something with how fast I came into that brawl. Top 10 rounds? Top 10 Top 10 picks. rounds. Easy, man. That's a first-round that's, that's first signing bonus, $5 million right there. <laughs> I only that's wish big, I was there to see that. It, it was worse. Honestly, dude, that brawl, that collision at the plate was worse than than Jimmy uh, that at Douglas that year. Oh, geez. was this college or high school? This was like a college summer league. I got yeah, laid. Exactly I got, I got laid out by an old man. Which, but we don't need to go into that. Let's go. Well, this is oh, episode twenty, the Barry Sanders edition, because we're talking multiple sports today again. But if you're still looking for that baseball guy. It's the Mike Schmidt edition. So this is our best college town and uniforms podcast that we promised to you guys last podcast. Last week we did best professional sports cities and uniforms. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. I think it's episode 18 and it's a good one. So Dean, explain uh, how this is going to work today. All right. So we're going to do the same thing what we did with the pro teams uh, we're going best college uniforms that we're doing first, or we're doing cities first. Which one do you want to do? Towns. Towns, all right. So we're going the best town, college. You know, the we, town. Yeah, the town. Uh, you know, we're going to do best college towns. Um, now, once again, Jimmy, this, this one is the college one. Okay? We got right, that look, a little my mental My mental lapse in judgment last week, all right? I, I've taken ownership for that. All right, I've improved, and I'm ready to go for this week. All right? All right, so we'll uh, go. I, I, hope, I hope that his Vandy's at least in his uniforms because what he if, said last podcast. Yeah, I mean, if it's, it's not, we got to be. Spoiler, yeah. it is. We're going to oh, – thank you. All right, so we're <laughs> going to go best college towns first. You give your top three, um, third down to first. Who's going first? Are we going three? All of us go three, then all of us go two, or are we going – all of us go. All of us go three. All, 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 all right. at once. All right, Dean, start it off. Wait, wait, Jimmy, you want to go all at once, or you want to go three, 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 two, 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 two one, 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 one. Oh, like three, okay. Two, we can three. do three, three, three. We can do three, 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 three. Just the suspense. All right. Okay. Who's going first? Dino, start us off. Me. All right. I'm going with Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only thing in that town is about a hundred thousand people. That are that are dip spitting, that are driving trucks, that are doing everything illegal under the sun. But damn, dude, do they represent their sports well? Okay, from from their baseball team's getting better, um, their football team. You know, regardless of, of of how good they are, that 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 place is packed. They have um, the the mountaineer that goes up and down, who literally looks like he's a Neanderthal out of 
out of the prehistoric age. Yeah, and, yeah, and country roads, baby. Yeah, and if you and if you want to talk about West Virginia basketball, West Virginia basketball is back on the rise. They were really good. With Huggy old, Bear, yeah. Yeah, they were really good in the old school Big East with with Beeline. Um, yeah. So Morgantown's my number three. Shout out to Pulaski. <laughs> burning couches and, and whatnot. Yeah, dude, they're known for burning couches. <laughs> Don't know why. Who's up? Deepak? Who's next? Right. Deepak, get after it a little bit. All right, I'm going, even though I'm not a fan of them, it's only an hour and a half away from Harrisburg, PA, where I reside. Penn State University, Happy Valley, Pennsylvania, becomes the third largest city in Pennsylvania behind Philly and Pittsburgh on game days. It's truly something insane. Uh, one of the, the, the largest venues in all of college football. Dino, have you ever been to a whiteout? Because I've only heard stories about how crazy a, a whiteout in Happy Valley can be. They sure know how to tailgate there in Happy Valley. Went to a whiteout, Penn State versus Ohio State, when <laughs> Ohio State had Troy um, Smith. Oh, uh, that was – oh, wait. Well, uh, I'm thinking about a different whiteout. Never mind. I'm thinking of last year when we uh, – The blocked I, field goal. Absolutely ran through that. That was a quick W. All right. Well, it's not the point. point is, is you go to that – Dude, they had to they had to renovate that stadium because during whiteouts with Zombie Nation playing, yes. the entire place was shaking. They can literally, by law, like the engineers said, you can only play this song a certain amount of times, like per game, because like the structure is not totally safe for everyone to be jumping up and down all the time. That was the same game where I witnessed the they stormed the field, ripped the goalpost out of the field, carried it up the stadium threw it over the, <laughs> the edge of the stadium and carried it down university. Just wild. That's a good pick. JD? JD, let's go. All right, my third pick is LSU. If you want to know the town, Jimmy, it's in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> They're obviously, it's a major cornerstone for LSU football. I mean, that's the big thing there. They have so many notable alumni and athletes. I mean, Shaq went there. You got Alex Bregnaman, who's just a key uh, piece in the Astros championship in 2017. Bregman yeah, went to LSU? Yep. Yeah, he, he did. LSU. Shortstop. Second yeah. I mean, you got Aaron Nola, too, if you're looking for another baseball guy. Glenn Davis. You got Odell. I mean, it's a huge piece. I mean, obviously, Jarvis? probably known a little. Jarvis, yeah. Jarvis. Yeah. That's a good thing I mean, but well. it's Yeah. I mean, you can go on and on. I mean, but it's just a... Like it's a the, the town itself shows up for their sports games. I mean, it's always packed. They're, it's a loyal fan base. It's definitely a fun. I've gotten the chance to go, and it's fun. My it's my, my third pick. Nice, Bone. Bone, is it me? All right, your boys. Your Bone. Boys, we're going <laughs> to the Lone Star State. All right, Little Austin, Texas. Ooh. Okay. Mm. How many? Of your on the schools on your list have their own channel on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. How many have the Longhorn Network? Let me None tell you. None of them. Okay. <laughs> Texas is back, baby. Texas is back. All right. How many schools do you know that Matthew McConaughey, Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> Roger Clemens, and Kevin Durant all graduated from? All right. All right. Do Do all we know? Right, all right. All right. Do we know for sure if Durant got his degree? I don't care. <laughs> Dude, one Texas, and done. Texas is back, baby. 
Fun fact Let's about go. fun fact about Texas basketball. Do you remember that 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 Nova story, nineteen eighty five? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was the same game where Dante Cunningham put his nuts in Durant's mouth. Just saying, <laughs> you can YouTube that clip. Put his nuts in a in a sold out Wells Fargo Arena. Put his nuts in Durant's mouth. Oh, by the way, you know who else uh, went to Texas? Wow! 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 Yeah. George Bush, it's Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I, th- I thought that was a Bush impression. My bad. <laughs> sorry. Okay, that was kind of funny. Got a little off topic. Right. Got a little off topic there. I'm sorry. Got a little off topic there. <laughs> um, all right, my number two. I'm going with Ann Arbor, Michigan, home of the yeah. Wolverines. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. I went. I, I, listen, I went, I went to Penn State, okay? I am not a Michigan fan, okay? My cousin went to Michigan. That place pops off game time. Their basketball team's pretty damn good, in case you haven't seen the last few college years. College baseball, too. Okay, college baseball made a run. Um, just saying, uh, 2018 National Championship, Villanova put their nuts in Michigan's mouth. <laughs> the, the entire 40 minutes. Uh, I thought it was raining threes. Not, you know, it's, it's not the point. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Ohio State absolutely, absolutely dragging their nuts across <laughs> Michigan's face in ba- in football the last like decade. Oh yeah, I mean, Urban lose to right? Urban never lost. That's crazy. Ur- Ur- Urban, I have nothing good to say about Urban. Urban liar. Wow, wow. Urban I liar. Lo- Look, Urban's a douchebag at Florida State. Not or not Florida State, Florida. But let me tell you. He got after it. In, he got after it in Columbus, for sure. <laughs> Deepa, all right. Number two, I'm going University of Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee. It was uh, the first SEC game I ever went to. They were playing like UT Martin or some shit like that. It was like a season opener. Um, you know, it's still a hundred thousand people in that arena. Uh, running through the power tee, it was epic. Uh, truly Southern hospitality at its finest, man. Uh, going down there, I went to, to college about 45 minutes northeast of there and getting to go down there with a bunch of uh, college buddies and, like, you know, you just show up there with a bunch of booze and you start making friends with everyone. They start offering you food. They start throwing around Jack Daniels shots, fried okra, fried everything. Truly is an amazing, amazing college town. Uh, you know, kind of downtrodden the past couple of years in football, but uh, the SEC is great whenever Tennessee's great. Facts. 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 Wow, I mean, we had the same second pick. I had Tennessee, too. Love it. I mean, I, yeah, big college town, big tailgate. Tailgates all the time. I mean, it's a great town, great, town, great pick. Love I don't it. have really anything else to say about it. Bone? Bone? Going to the, the University of Georgia. Mm. Athens. Athens. Let's go dogs. <laughs> Let's go dogs. Let me tell you. All right, their football stadium, how it's, like, set up, where it's, like, the scoreboard is over the, the road right there, and it's just open. Let me tell you, it gets bumping game day in there. It gets loud. Okay, the dogs like to get after it. Between the hedges. Between the hedges. Stafford came out of there, as well as Heinz Ward, Herschel Walker, and, fun fact, Bubba Watson, big two-time Masters winner. Got his degree from the University of Georgia. Nice. Just letting you know, SEC rules. 
No, I'm kidding. Big Ten rules, but the SEC is pretty good, I guess. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, can I just, can I just say something on Tennessee that I forgot to say because I kind of zoned out for a second? Did you guys know Mookie Betts went there? No way. Yeah, I did not know that. Well, I was just doing like research like two days ago, and I, I did research. I did. I swear, I had Tennessee wow. before that. I'm I did, so proud that. of you. I'm, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it, it was it was in this fact book, dude. Uh, speaking of Mookie, I just saw a tweet earlier tonight. He has a hundred runs in a hundred and ten games, which like only like three other Red Sox have done before, like Ted Williams and a couple other big names. This year? Yeah, this year. Yep. I wouldn't have expected that. That's insane. Wow. All right. Uh, my number one pick was already touched on, Happy Valley. Um, I have nothing else to say to it other than we're putting the Sandusky shit behind us <laughs> and we're looking forward. That's all I'm saying. I won't touch on that. I'm not the biggest Penn State guy. and Dino and I have gotten into it many times in, in good fun. I'm going with another Big Ten school, though, Rutgers University, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Total homer pick on my, my part, and I will totally accept that. Uh, my brother-in-law played football there for four years, so I got to tailgate there and got to experience that town for four years. Uh, if anyone's ever been to, you know, northern New Jersey, you know it's a very, you know, unique type of person up there. Uh, pretty great, uh, you know, all around, you know, local dive bars, cheap drinks. Um, you know, they, they kind of been a little downtrodden in the Big Ten, but uh, nonetheless, they drink and they party, and I love that town. Drink and party. Let's go. Drink and party. <laughs> Jedi? All right, my, my number one pick, I don't really think anybody can argue about. I picked Alabama. I mean, that's easily probably the biggest college football town itself. You guys agree with me on that? 100%. Yeah, it is. I mean, Nick Saban has changed the game there, obviously. I mean, I mean, they've so many national championships. They're good every year. They're always competing, tailgates, shots. It's it's a college town. I town. It, it's like like the one thing okay, so let me I'm gonna touch on, on two school on, on, on both of our number ones real quick. Like that's the only other school, like, you know, the the whole we are Penn State thing kind of pisses me off. But no matter where you are, if you see someone with a Penn State shirt and they say we are, like you're obligated to say Penn State. Okay, I've I've been around people that have just walked around random towns in South Florida wearing an Alabama sweatshirt, especially during bowl season if they're down here. And no matter where they are, people will roll down their windows and be like roll time, <laughs> roll time. Let me let, let me tell you another let me tell you another story about that. All right. My dad went to Alabama. He went to Tuscaloosa. He was playing in a golf tournament, and he got me, like, an Alabama baseball shirt, right? Yeah. I wore that shirt on a plane from Washington, D.C. to <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, Florida, okay? Both of which are nowhere near Alabama. I had eight people between the <laughs> airport in Georgetown, D.C., to fucking Fort Lauderdale that said, Hey, roll to add roll. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and and another like, and if you're not a, if you're not a Bama fan, you're just like, hell yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, roll tad, like, you know what I mean? Like, like roll damn tad, man. <laughs> the, I had the, like the first time it happened. The shirt. The first time it happened, did you have no idea what they were talking about, or you knew right off the bat? No, they looked at me. They just go roll tad, and I looked down. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a slam dunk pick though. I wouldn't even call it a slam dunk. I call it an alley oop. 
a nice a nice two step uh, layup. Oh, Harden Euro move. Oof. Uh, boom. Oof. All right. Last one. We're going over the ACC. All right, we got we got Clemson, South Carolina. Mm. All right, I'm gonna let you know. I've driven up. I've had to drive up to Virginia here a couple times this summer. All right, and every time I drive through South Carolina, not a fun day. There's a sign right next to "Welcome to South Carolina." It says "National Football Champions, 1968, 2016, and 2018." Let me tell you, Clemson likes their football. I went to a Waffle House that was 45 miles from campus that had a big Clemson Tiger Clemson, like, mural on the side of it. Like, 10 by 10 foot mural of a Clemson Tiger on a Waffle House, dude. Let me, oh my gosh, dude. Death Valley. Crazy. Death Valley. I mean, the name speaks for itself. Well, dude, running down that hill, too, that's pretty wild. It's pretty, you gotta touch the rock thing? That's sick. I 100% would fall if I'm running down that hill. I'm a pretty, like, coordinated dude, but I'm eating shit if I try and run down that thing. <laughs> I'm, pulling out a, I'm pulling out a Williamsport Little League style and busting out a piece of cardboard, <laughs> sliding down that shit. <laughs> oh, Williamsport. All right, JD. Right Next. Next. Yeah, that, that wraps up the uh, best college challenge, but stay tuned for the best college uniforms. We'll be talking about that in a bit. But before that, we're going to break down the winners and losers instead of going over every trade that happened for this past uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline. Uh, I wrote down a few. I know you guys have some. I'm going to start off with the Braves. They addressed the bullpen issue right off the bat. That was their one problem. I know all of us have talked about it this whole year that if they're going to be they already were a contender, but if they're going to be a serious contender, they needed to address that bullpen, and they did absolutely nothing but that. They acquired Shane Green, who was probably the most affordable pen uh, arm piece that they could get from the Tigers, and they acquired Mark Melanson. He's, eh, I mean, he's had his struggles with the Giants. but uh, And then they also acquired Chris Martin, who's kind of having a pretty good season for himself from the Rangers. I mean, what do you guys think about all those moves? I think they needed to make the moves. Um, we've talked about it. You know, dating back to when they signed Keuchel, you know, I think they know that their their offensive abilities are there. I think that the only thing that they've ever had question marks on it was the starting pitching and their bullpen. They got Keuchel to solidify that, who, who's had some pretty damn good starts lately. I think he got I think he got touched up a little bit um, last start, but you know, so did the entire Yankee pitching staff. But the um, <laughs> buzzes. Buzz's girlfriend, woof. Um, so I, I think I think these these were all good moves. No, none of these moves are going to turn your head and be like, oh, like look yeah. at that. But you know, they're solid. They're solid pickups for a stretch run. Yeah, I think you kind of touched on it too. Like you, you got to try and address address it. And I mean, they're not great arms, but yeah, like you said, I mean, you, you, if you have want to have a chance to win in the postseason, you got to have a good bullpen and. You know they did. They did the best that they could to uh, to try and solidify that. Pitching wins games. Pitching wins games. Absolutely. Facts. Next. Breach. <laughs> All right, our first losers. The New York Yankees got absolutely nothing and are nothing but losers. They said they were going to address the starting pitching. Yes, Network itself came out with an article saying. It was a must, and it was happening that they were going to acquire either Madison Bumgarner or Trevor Bauer. 
or Noah Syndergaard, and they got absolutely nothing. Oof. All I have to say is because I can talk about this for 30 minutes couldn't is even, that couldn't even they, get Mike they, they, they better hope <laughs> Luis Severino comes back as a Cy Young lights-out ace and that Batances comes back very strong and healthy into the lights-out Batances and not the wild-walking Batances. And that itself might not even be enough for this team. You know, you're, you're going to – this is the first time, okay, in a long time – you and I are going to disagree on something that regards the Yankees. Okay? I have the Yankees as a winner here. Really? And, and, and while you think I'm nuts, wow. it's, a, it's a knee-jerk reaction. I know reaction. your reason. Yeah, I know well, your re- I, but, Because they didn't but, give up their prospects. Well, that's, that's one, but you know, prospects are only prospects, right? That's all, they, that's all they're ever going to be unless they pan out. You know what I mean? They, they, look, let, let's, let's, let's take this into consideration real quick, right? They addressed their starting pitching the best that they could in the offseason by, by giving up a major prospect who didn't pan out in Justice Sheffield for Paxton. The second the Yanks made the move for Paxton, everybody was saying, whoa, they got their guy. If he hits over 100 innings pitched, he becomes a, a stud. You know what I mean? Like, they addressed that. They have one of the best offensive lineups in the game. But are you willing... Are you willing to give up Frazier, Garcia, other top name prospects for Andor and Duhart for what? You know what I mean? For but that's, what? that's the guy I would have gave up, though. I would have given up Andor. Okay, but, but 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 here's the thing, right? Every team had leverage over the Yankees. Every single team had leverage because what's going to happen is, and, and that's exactly what the Mets were doing. The Mets could afford Stroman. Okay, the Yankees could not afford Stroman. If I'm the Yanks, I'm sitting there saying, why trade for a guy? And this was my problem with the Knicks and Carmelo back when they traded for Melo. Melo was going to be a free agent in six months. They traded the entire team for him, and they struggled, and they could have just signed. Stroman will sign with the Yanks. Garrett Cole will sign with the Yanks. One of those two will sign. 100% think Garrett Cole. Yeah, so why trade pieces away, major pieces to your team? For something now, I don't think standing pat was a bad choice. Would I would I would I declare them a hands down winner? No, it's it's a stretch, like I said. But are they a loser in the situation? No, they're thirty games over five hundred with the pitching staff that they have. If if Severino comes back and he's anything like he was, they have a shot. Because because at the end of the day, it's it's okay. You didn't give up German. That he was a name that was floating around. A lot of people wanted Frazier, Florial, and Duhar and German for for Syndergaard. Now, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have done that either. No. So so I think for for what for what they were being and Cashman said it best for what they for what was being offered and what they were receiving for counter offers just never came close. So I I don't blame him for turning that down. What's the goal here? to win one World Series this year or to try and win three of the next four. You know what I mean? So that's the way I'm looking at it. It's just, Do you guys have anything else to touch on that? Yeah, it's just wild to go through a trade deadline and not see the Yankees come out with anyone. Like, I mean, not a Yanks fan, but, like, the Yanks always make a move or something. So it is a little crazy to see them not, you know, kind of stand pat at the deadline. I'm going to have to go with a... A big loser in Baltimore. I don't. I don't think they're ever going to be good. Like at this point, I mean, if if at this point they're just trying to dump their entire team and try to start again. But at that point, why don't you try to dump pieces? 
Um, they their starting staff has has lacked this past year, past three years. They're getting worse this year with the injury of oh shit, I forget his name. Who got hurt just now with Orioles? Their only good pitcher. Mm, I only knew Cashner, and they dealt him. Is Meany okay. the reliever? But that's but 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 that shows but that show that shows Jimmy's point is like name five guys on the Orioles right now. <laughs> I wasn't making that argument. <laughs> no, but, but but I am like if, if like there's no like you could have gotten got something. You could have gotten for something from Mancini. Yes, yes absolutely. So if, and if, winners. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. It, all I was saying was like so if you can't improve your team because they can't. Then you have to improve your farm system. They didn't. I don't think this team's going to be good legitimately for ten to fifteen years. They got a while. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. horrible for their manager. It's going to be a lot of losses on his record. I felt bad for for Buck. I mean, I loved Buck, and I mean, it wasn't his fault. You know, you know, last year, what I think they had the, the most losses in baseball, like. He had a triple-A baseball team for most of that time, and, you know, after, you kind of feel obligated you have to fire him after you go through such a horrible year. But, but, but and that's, that's another thing, is, like, he, the manager becomes the scapegoat. Right. Okay, the manager's not the guy that gave Chris Davis fucking $180 million. <laughs> Where's contact baseball? To bat a buck ten, which also, that will be on the poll soon for the, for the fans of best contracts and worst contracts of all time. So stay tuned for that. Sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. By the way, uh, Karabas just tweeted at Hubs and said, I can't wait for the Astros to streak me in the playoffs. And that's going to be my winner. Um, they now have the best starting staff in Major League Baseball. I don't think they're losing. I'm, I'm saying 20, 2019 World Series champions, Houston Astros. Yeah, let's not go there, but they definitely they, they've <laughs> given themselves the American League championship. I will say that. They've almost given themselves that. Who do you have beating them? I think the Dodgers have a very good shot at actually winning this year. Dodgers finally break through. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to this. I'm, I've never been sold on, on Zach Granke in a big-time game in a big-time situation. That's he also true. stud, though. He, he is a stud, and I watched him pitch the other day right before he got traded. I, I'm just – look, as long as you have Verlander for games one and five in a DS, I, yep. I think they're fine. Um, when it gets to seven, I, if they still had Charlie Morton, this would be a hands down, but I I mean, you have that three headed monster though. No, I have three aces on that top three. Yeah. Three aces. I I understand that, but you know, when it comes that, when it comes down to the nitty gritty time, if, if Boston somehow gets in and they have to play Boston, that lineup doesn't really give a shit about their three aces. Yeah, once you get up that far in. I like that move, too, because, I mean, I had said it earlier, and you did too, Dean, with Cole. Like, he's a you know, unrestricted free agent after this year, and you know, I think he's going to New, York, into New York. I don't think he resigns there. I mean, maybe depending what happens, if they win the title, he may think about it. But I think Grinky signed for a couple more years. I think, like, another two or three years, you know, albeit, like, $30 million or something like that, but it's kind of an insurance policy, too, if Cole ends up leaving. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I mean, but just think about it. You got Verlander, then you got Garrett Cole, 
Granky, and you even have Wade Miley, who's doing way above expectations. Absolutely. And not only that, they acquired Aaron Sanchez and Joe B- uh, Biagini from the Blue Jays. I, yep. I don't. First of all, I don't trust anyone named Wade. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to segue for you, JD, if you don't mind. Does anyone have any winners and losers before I segue this? No, sir. Oh, okay. what do you mean? Like do, you any have more any, losers? do you have any more winners and losers before I segue this topic? Oh, the Dodgers. But just to wrap it up, same thing with the Yanks. They said they were going to address a pen, and they did absolutely nothing. That's all I Okay, guess. so the Dodgers has a loser. Okay, well, for my winner, okay, my winner here, and it's the ultimate winner, okay, is the Cincinnati Reds. Okay, and why are the Cincinnati Reds the ultimate winner? One, they walk away with Bauer. Two, they showed the entire league how big their nuts are. <laughs> okay, if we're not going to win ball games, that's fine. We're going to take you on 1v20. Okay, and everything that happened in that brawl was nothing short of spectacular. From Puig being traded, still being put in the game. Why? Because they knew that this was going to happen. Two, um, I would love, and, and DePalm, I think you were the one that texted me the other day. Vado's the only angry Canadian you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ever seen. And, and, and Amir Garrett is playing, and I've said this for, for many athletes, He's playing the wrong sport. The guy should be a tight end, okay? Because yeah, he didn't get to the dugout too quick, but you know what? He didn't hesitate. That's the definition of running across the middle, okay? And, and he didn't go in there and throw jabs. He was throwing haymakers. He missed okay? on all of them, too. So I'm a, I'm a huge Pirates fan, so, you know, that goes back to, you know, the Derek Dietrich hitting those three or four bombs or whatever it is. Those and, were sick. I'm a huge uh, Pirates fan, but those were hilarious. Oh, insane. no, it was, it was great. And if it would have happened to any other team except my Pirates, I would have been all about it. But, like, <laughs> happened in your squad, too. And we played them earlier. I think we opened up the year with them. And, like, our pitching coach, Ray Searge, always pitches inside. And it's one of those things that, like, it always happens to the Cubs, too, like Rizzo specifically. When you sit on top of the plate, like, and you're trying to pitch inside, you're going to get a hit sometimes. And I'm not a fan of, like, throwing up around people's head and whatnot, um, but I mean, the Reds and the Cubs both throw inside just as much as the Pirates, but, uh, yeah, Amir Garrett, he's just a scrub, dude. Get him out of here. I didn't say he was good at baseball. <laughs> I'm just saying. He I'm, does have big cojones charging the entire dugout. I will give him that. That was pretty cool. I'm down for that. <laughs> I'm down for everything. And, and, it, and, it, and if you're going to, and, and like, you can't really like measure winners and losers of the fight. I think it's just morale. And I think the Reds won the morale battle, but there wasn't really a fight other than um, their, the, the Reds' psycho-ass manager coming out of the clubhouse to, to, to run, to, to uh, like, literally, you want to talk about a 5 six, 60, across the diamond to grab a manager who's, like, 65. Clearly. After he's been thrown out of the game. After he's been thrown Had out. Had already been thrown out. Yeah, you know I mean, like, just showing Major League Baseball that, like, look, we're six games under 500. I think they're five out after the brawl because they won that next day. Yes. Um, all I'm saying is you land Bauer, and I, and I want you to – I'm going to plant this seed in your guys' head, especially yours, Jimmy, so I would love to hear your response. Does that fight get a little more nutty if they're wearing the cutoffs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> People are losing their domes. That's what I'm cutoffs. saying, bro. <laughs> 
Because you already imagine? had to get the pump before the game <laughs> to pull off the sleeves, you know? So you're already juiced up. You're ready to get after it. And then that adrenaline starts going. Imagine how big Puig's arms would have looked. Yo, by the way, old wagon ass is at his second home run of the night. I don't think what's being talked enough about the fight is that, Jimmy, I'm sure you probably saw. You like John Boy, right? Like John Boy guy. Did you see the video of the, the, the brawl? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Amir Garrett, like, told the umpire, hey, yo, I'm going to go fight him. I'm going to throw the ball at this guy. And he goes, you better not. And then the pitching coach comes out and goes, hey, I'm going to go over there and fight him. And you see the pitching coach, like, tap him on the butt and be like, go get him. <laughs> like, like, he knew what was happening. <laughs> I got to watch Nobody, like, decided to stop this. And then, like, you were saying that nobody really got hit. Like, John Boy clearly shows Chris Archer got absolutely laid out by Garrett <laughs> and punched in the face maybe ten times. Did he really? <laughs> Yes, and it was so funny. And then, like, you see Chris Archer get up, like, what are you doing? I'm going to get you. And then, like, he's getting held back by, like, one guy. And, like, you can tell, like, he's you actually – like, You didn't want that smoke. Yeah, so quoting from, jo- from John Boy, Chris Archer is the real loser of all this. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. It's time for Facts Next. of the Pod. Uh I don't know if Jimmy's going to like this one. I mean, we had, he had some comments about the last one, but I thought it was Jimmy that was talking about this some, by a podcast ago, but it was actually Dean. Uh, the headline is, MLB has got some balls. If you were wondering why the price of your baseball tickets have been going up, here might be the reason. On an average MLB game, MLB goes through 850,000 baseballs each year at a price of approximately $72 per dozen, and that makes $5.1 million spent only on baseballs. Holy shit. Well, I mean, uh, first of all, I like that fact. I'm just, if if they can play a ball that's hit off the monster and thrown in, they can play a ball that, that is a curveball that, that short hops in the dirt. And you, you even never understood that. Never understood that. I care because I, I, I'm coaching kids now who are 13 years old that get a dirt ball and, and, and ask the guy for a new <laughs> ball. Did, did anyone see the sandlot? <laughs> they play with any fucking ball they can get. Anything they could find. Jeez, man. Yeah. But now well, it's I, time for best college uniforms. Ooh, and you want to start us off with your list at number uh, three? My God, dude, I, I'm honored to start the list. Um, <laughs> oh, why would I? Number three. Okay, Jim Bone had the right idea. I'm back on it. The University of Texas. There's nothing Texas is back, baby. Dude, there's nothing better than that than than the orange and the white, um, the Longhorn helmets. I saw him play in the Rose Bowl. I was at that Rose Bowl with with no Reggie, way. Yeah, with Reggie Bush, Liner, and um, uh, I forget their Dude, wide Lendell out. White. Lendell White, thank you. Um, and Smith, Dwayne Jarrett. I'll yeah, <laughs> yeah, Vince Young. Um, I mean, look, those jerseys, the all whites, their baseball jerseys are fire. Their basketball jerseys, they all follow the same scheme. So Texas is my number three. Yeah, I'm right. just going to go next because that's literally my third one too. I'll piggyback off that. Uh, the only other thing that I'll throw in there too is I loved playing with him on NCAA football, starting a dynasty with him. Just like so simple, just clean. I love those jerseys. Yeah, clean's a good word for it. Yep. Jedi, you guys got the 
you guys got the orange and white right. Just the wrong college. I got Tennessee. Ooh. I don't know. I like them. They're a little bit more eye-popping to me. I mean, they're also kind of the same color. I don't know why I'm saying that. I've just always generally liked them a little bit more, so that's why I got them on my list. I like the gray and the orange, and then they have the little bit of the black as the shoulder pads. I, I don't know. I think it pops. It's nice. Ones, yeah. hey, those that's are nice. my, my third pick. Yeah, that's my third pick. Jimbo? I, my third pick, will be going with the Ohio State football team. Mm. All right, I'm telling you, all right, nobody in the Big Ten does it better. <laughs> now, now, let me ask you a question. Does, does the jersey increase your, your, um, your choice? Does it, does it reflect your choice with the stickers on the helmet? Uh, I like the stickers on the helmet. So, so, it, it, so it helps it, right? So it's, it, it helps it. Okay, because I think okay, it's... I, I'm just saying... No, because the all blacks, the, the, black and the, the black and the red is sick. Yeah, that's right. fresh. The white with the, with the gray helmet, the, the sparkly helmet with the things on it, with the Buckeyes on it. Just the, the, the flat reds for away games, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they're nice. I do love the stickers too, especially like late in the year, whenever like all the you know, the starters on both sides of the ball, just their entire helmet is full filled with Buckeye That's stickers. So sick, so sick. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Uh, am I? At, are we back at me for number two or Jedi? Yeah, we're we're at number two. We're at number two. My number two yeah. is USC football. Mm. Um. Very similar to Redskins jerseys. That, that probably sways me a little bit. I like the yellow and red. Okay, some would like to call it burgundy and gold. Um, Jimmy, are you peeing? <laughs> I, 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 I was. You just did what? <laughs> the toilet flush. <laughs> you, you, you just had a, I was wondering what that dude, was. I'm in, just, okay, okay, to defend myself, all right, I am not at my house. All right, I am... In Richmond, Virginia, okay, I had to pee. All right, I have my AirPods on. They're connected to my phone. Okay, I don't care. That's going to be an audiogram. Okay, well, look, I respect it. Now, if you had a diaper on to piggyback from last episode, would you have peed yourself? Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Um, Yeah, so back to USC football. There's nothing better than, than, you know, I just, I'm a fan of the Trojans. I'm a fan of their, you know, their pregame with the, with the, the, the Trojan throwing down the sword. Yep. You know what I mean? I think the jerseys are fire. Um, and there's nothing else I need to say about it. They have a long history of producing fantastic NFL players. Whether they're legally recruiting them or not, doesn't matter. Um, but those Wait, jerseys... what? Doesn't matter. Who? It's okay. Uh, USC yeah, football. <laughs> and they got the classiest cheerleaders in the game, man. That old uh, school cheerleader outfit. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, big fan of USC football. Big fan, yeah. Deepaw? All right, I'm going with a, a total homer pick here. I'm going early 1980s Pittsburgh Panthers, the blue and yellow. Imagine Dan Marino, Tony Dorsett. If you guys know what I'm talking about, man, that is just such a sick color combo. Uh, I kind of grew up with uh, my family out in Western PA, so I absolutely love that combo. Uh, like I said, a, a homer pick, I'm totally biased, but you know that – that pit on the helmet in the cursive. Oh, man, that's just a great look. Didn't they bring those back? 
They do. Wow. Yeah, they, they wear them like once or twice a year. I love it. Yeah, I know which ones you're talking. Those are pretty nice. Yeah. But I hate I hate the city of Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, we can talk about that later. Okay. Jedi. My number two pick. I got the University of Miami football uniforms. Yeah. I mean, another orange, another orange. Did you say no? Hold on a second. No, it's a U. You can't say oh. the. When you say the, the, the goes to what? Ohio the? State. Thank Ohio you. State. The Ohio State University. It's just the U. Jeez, get it right, guy. Get it can, right. Dude. Can you hear my dog barking? Yeah, I can. But anyway, another orange team. I mean, I like the three alternates. I mean, you got the orange, you got the white, and you got the green. That's really all I got to say about it. Like the helmets, they're a nice jersey. I like those the the black alternates too. Those look pretty good. Yep, those two black. Also. Black looks good on every team. True. Yeah, they were talking about the Carolina Panthers or something like that. Aren't they trying to bring a black or like a silver or something like that? Mm. That'd be nice. I heard about that. Yeah, they had like like a blueprint of like what it looked like. It looked pretty nice, but you boys want anyway. the old number two pick? I do. The number two pick. It's gonna go with the the basic bitch answer. All right, but somebody had to say it. Oregon Ducks. Love oh, it. Love it. Football. Dude, let me. Okay. You can't even, even name their. You can't even name their jersey. <laughs> they got seven hundred and fifty of them. They got. They got green ones with the yellow accents, like the all green, which is sick. Then they have the all highlighter one with the black, which yep. is sick. Then they got the all black with the green highlight, which is sick. Then they got the white with like the with like the chrome silver, oh, which yeah. is even sicker. Oh god. And then they got the they got the new like flat gray with like oh my god. I could keep and then they got like the duck one. They got the duck one when they got the orange socks and shoes, so it looks like they got like the flippers. <laughs> yeah, the duck feet, yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Literally any one of those combinations and even the, you know, seven hundred other ones that they can come up with or every just every single one of them is just so fresh. Someone someone had to say it. Someone had to do it. Alright, I'm done. I, I could talk about it for a while. <laughs> Alright, All right, we, are we back to me? We are. What's your number one pick? Eno. Uh, this is this is this is so easy, it's ridiculous. Uh, Notre Dame football. Yeah. Uh, you got that. The all gold helmets are are up there with with the Yankee hats. Um, you got to go a million miles to find someone who doesn't know what, well, you know, if you show them football helmets who don't know what Notre Dame helmets look like. Uh, the, but their alternate greens are, in my opinion, the most fire. They busted out the pinstripe ones when they played in Yankee Stadium. Uh, the navy with the gold, the whites with the gold. I mean, they're... You can't go wrong with Notre Dame jerseys on a Saturday night in South Bend. Yeah, I love those Shamrock ones too. Yeah, those they're just, they're just yeah, Rudy, Rudy, <laughs> Rudy Rudiger, baby. Rudy, Look, Rudy. and and shout out to my boy Albert, who's a diehard Notre Dame fan. You know, you're a diehard Notre, and when I say diehard, I mean like it's sickening. But but to <laughs> Like Danny Dargan, and I'll send, I'll send him the podcast. We'll get a new listener. But the thing is, is I was at his house, and I'm pretty sure it's on my Instagram. He has five copies of Rudy. <laughs> what? 
Okay, he has opened like different forms too, like VHS. Uh, he's got he's got two VH he's got two VHS three DVDs, one with I think bonus features, five copies of Rudy. It, that's the <laughs> like that takes Die Hard to the next level. Uh, all right, so I love that pick, and I kind of wrestled with it being number one too. Um, but I'm going with the other helmet that's probably the most identifiable in college football, uh, the Michigan Wolverines, man. Uh, you know, it's just so classic. I don't think that helps changed in, you know, since their existence. Uh, Gross. The other, you know, Dean knows this too, like my sport Ew. teams, and I'm sure a ton of other sports fans too, just such a homer for it. Um, I That was my high school football team's helmet, but in green and white. So, I, you know, those four years playing uh, high school football, absolutely loving it. Uh, being able to rock those wing tips was pretty sweet. Um, shout out Trinity High School Shamrocks. Let's go, baby. Um, but no, yeah, I, I I would have to go with the Michigan Wolverines there. <laughs> Don't like them. I like Don't the pick. Wrong. I'm not a I'm not a, a Wolverine guy, but uh, I think you know being able to wear it in high school kind of tips the scale over there. I like the pick. Oh my God, Jedi. <sighs> Stepping away from football, I'm going to basketball. North Carolina has the best jerseys, I think, in college sports. The Carolina Blue is the most eye-popping jersey and the most just, like, notable jersey. Like, you know it's North Carolina when, like, you see those jerseys. They're, they're beautiful. There's really sure. nothing else to say. It's one of the best colors in the world, too. I mean, they're just beautiful. Dean and I wore that color in Legion Baseball. Yeah. The, the, these, you guys probably had the freshest uniforms. Absolutely. Uh, I like words can't describe it, but all I can, all I can say is there's, there's nothing better than their basketball jerseys and I, and watching Andrew, that was the first time I, I fell in love with those colors was watching Andrew Miller pitch in the college world series. Like, oh. I, I don't know. It's 12 years ago. Um, those jerseys are absolutely fire. I just, I, I didn't want to pick them because no offense. Kind of a JD, generic. No, nah, no offense. Like we all knew you were going to take the Yanks. We all knew you were going to take the Tar Heels. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We still love you. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Just means we love you, bro. <laughs> just, just means we love you. Bone. Bone. No, that was bone. That that was your bone. cue for bone. 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 I know. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, you're up. All right. Round us off. With- I'm going to be honest with you guys. All right. Kind of already spoiled this one. Okay. Okay. But I will be going with Vanderbilt baseball. I mean, it, they undoubtedly have the best uniforms in college baseball. Um, it's not even close. Okay. They're home military green. Okay. With like the, with like the, the flag embossed in the Vanderbilt script. Yeah. All right. With the, the military green pants. Then they got the blue. Yep. Navy top with white bombs with the with the USA still in the Vanderbilt script. Then their away jerseys, not their away jerseys, excuse me, their black and golds. All right, absolutely sick. All right, they're all black with the gold scripts. And then the they they have the gray aways, I believe, with like the old school Vanderbilt sign, mm-hmm. old school Vanderbilt scripts. Dude, the Commodores, the Commodores, the doors, the doors are back. Yeah, whenever I first saw them in the, the all black with the black pants and, and whatnot, honestly, wasn't a big fan, but I, I think I saw it like a couple weeks later. And I was like, you know what? If I'm wearing black pants, like it would have to be that black and gold 
uh, and that looks pretty fresh. Sick. Big fan of it. Well, that wraps up the best uniform segment, and we hope you guys enjoyed that. Send us your top three college towns uh, and college uh, best college uniforms. Let us know if we missed any, too. Uh, we'll mention you next podcast, and uh, we hope you enjoyed that. But before we end this, absolute pro move. I believe it was yesterday. Jimbo, your boy Bauer, went to an Indians game, but not as a player, as a fan. That's awesome. Bauer's <laughs> just a man of the people, all right? <laughs> He's out here just trying to support his teammates, okay? Again, I don't appreciate this slander on Trevor Bauer, okay? Christian Petrisco tried to slander Trevor Bauer last night, and I, I, I had to shut it down. I Did had to shut it down. His honor? I, he, I had to defend his honor, <laughs> right? So, like little little backstory. Uh, this, uh, this tiny dick kid named Christian Petrisco who went to mine and JD's high school a couple years ago Recently graduated on a college. Um, Christian Petrisco had the audacity to say, yeah, that dude low-key blows when I sent him the <laughs> video of Trevor Bauer throwing a baseball into the moon. I said, yeah, okay, fuck you, dude. He just goes with, yeah. And then Chris, Chris uh, Brooks, a Juco product out of our high school as well, goes with the, yeah, fuck you. Back to Christian. <laughs> Just hostility abound. So, so doodles. And then later that night, we send the fight um, with Yasiel Pui. Chris Brooks goes, dude, that was wild to charge the whole dugout. And then I say, I'm so sad about Bauer after he got traded. And then um, a little time later, uh, my friend Chris Brooks again sends the tweet out from starting nine. This is a shout out to Trevor Bauer, who showed up to an Indians game. Christian Petrisco then proceeds to go, dude, it's so weird. So I go, what the fuck is your problem with Bauer? And he, he continues to suck my dick, Jim Boner. All right? So I just want to say I don't appreciate the slander on Trevor Bauer. Next. Next. Jimmy, are you a Bauer guy? A um, little bit. I think, it's, I think it's safe to say I'm a Bauer guy. Does have oh, a wicked yeah. curveball. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't realize it until I saw the video that Watch Momentum posted. Man, that big three of Bauer, Clevenger, and Bieber is gone now. They were such great friends, and I love the videos that they always made, especially Bauer and Clevenger. I was, like, honestly just the dynamic duo, and then Bieber kind of, like, joined the crew, like, kind of, like, last season. But, uh, yeah, that wraps up that. Dean, what's your final thought? All right, my final thought, because we were talking about uniforms the last two pods, um, and this is embarrassing to say, but I need to, I need to get it off my chest. Okay. My Jersey selection has been fucking atrocious <laughs> for the last 18, 19 years of my life. And I'm just going to run through a few of them for you. Okay. Santana Moss Jets Jersey. Oof. Okay. Lavernius Coles Redskins Jersey. They were traded for each other. <laughs> okay. Sean Taylor Redskin Jersey. He died. Rest in peace. All right, peace. It's not. It's not. It's not a bad pick. It's just bad luck. It completely You're just destroyed. Crazy bad luck. Yeah, completely destroyed the Redskins um, organization. But if you go to a Redskins game, sixty percent of the fans are still wearing Taylor jerseys. So is that a bad pick? No, it's just bad luck. Um, I got a Nomar Garcia Parra Cubs jersey. He left after a year. Okay. I got a Stefan Marbury Knicks jersey. He was bought out after four years. 
I got a Steve Francis Magic jersey. He was <laughs> traded to the Knicks. I got a Ryan Callahan USA jersey. Not a bad pick because it's a USA jersey, but right, at the right. time, he was the captain of the New York Rangers. He got traded to Tampa six months later. I got, I got an RG3 Skins jersey. For those that don't know, his fucking knee died. Okay? And most recently, most recently, a Kevin Shattenkirk Rangers jersey. $400 dead authentic. He was supposed to be the missing piece to that puzzle to bring us a cup back to New York. He took a hometown discount to come there, and it fucking fell apart, and he was bought out today. No. After two years. That's a brief rundown of my jersey selections. And I am so hesitant because I have a Kreider jersey. I have two Rangers jerseys. I have a Chris Kreider jersey in the closet. And he's, his name's on the trade block. If he, he gets, if he gets traded, he gone. it's me. I have one jersey that has, other than the Taylor one, I have one jersey that has withstood all of these years. And it's a Walt Clyde Frazier jersey for the Knicks. Why? Because he played with the Knicks in the fucking 70s. <laughs> Clyde the Glide, baby. Yeah, that's my final thought. That's not even bad luck. Like, I don't even know what to call that. You should get a Bumgarner jersey. I, dude, like... <laughs> I, I, Garrett Cole. Or Cole, I, yeah. Like, I have no defense to it. I resorted to getting jerseys of, of other players on different teams, and they still get traded. And most importantly, they get they, odds are they get traded to the team that I root for. <laughs> so, you know what that means? Get a Garrett Cole jersey. <laughs> but, I, I, but, but see, it never, works in my, it, it never works in my favor. Because I jinx myself. Yeah, but if, right. if you get a Cole jersey... At least you would then get Cole in real life. Like, yeah, you'd sacrifice the, you know, 150 bucks or whatever it is to buy an MLB jersey, but then you'd get Cole for, you know, like four or five years in pinstripes, though. Right. But how often have you ever, like, seen me wear a baseball jersey? The only other jersey I can think of. Only on a baseball field. Yeah. The only other jersey I can think of that was legit was a Mike Bibby Kings jersey that I had. Nice. But other, yeah, but other than that, dude, like, that's my final thought. Whatever you do, never buy an Aaron Judge jersey. <laughs> um, no, dude. I, I had an opportunity. Never. I, you know, I was going to buy an authentic Jeter jersey. Oh, oh my God. I had a fucking A-Rod Texas Rangers jersey. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not going to say that you, you're actually haunted, but I think you're haunted. <laughs> Thank you. That All wraps right, up today's podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at JD with Sports. Uh, DePaul, thank you for coming on the podcast today. We hope Big you come on another time. Big yeah, thanks. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Hope you come on again. Thank Have you for coming blast, on. Man. Really you guys are great. It. I really appreciate you having me on. For sure, Anytime. boys. It's always, it's always good. Time to go catch some Fortnite dubs. <laughs> right, you guys boys. got anything else? No. No, sir. Peace. Peace. Oh,